Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Laura Shepherd. And I'm Phil Humphreys. We're taking up the reins from Claire and Joff. And we're presenting this Peapod. If you love Petersfield, I love the square, the hangers, the open air swimming pool, lots of fun shops, then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Well, we are somewhere slightly outside of Petersfield today, but still in the Petersphere. Tell us where we are today, Phil. Well, we've ventured the other side of the hill and we're in the Clanfield Centre. The Clanfield Centre. It's really nice to be here in this part of our Petersphere today. The P stands for Petersfield. I can't believe that we live in such a idyllic place. The Peapod. So, Phil, this week I've had quite a busy week. I've been stage managing a show down in Havant, which was a play called The Father, and you may have heard of the film with Anthony Hopkins in a couple of years ago. It's about a man with dementia, so it's quite hard-hitting. Not, not on my watch list, no, I have to tell you. No, it's not something you would see more than once. It's brilliantly written, it's very moving, and there are really funny moments, but also there's only one ending to it, really, so it's quite hard watch. So I was working hard doing that last week, but then, while just coming to the end of show week, I got a call from an ambulance in France from my daughter's boyfriend, because she'd had a skiing accident. So she has been pinned back together and is now back in this country, um, rather bedbound actually, at oh the moment. Dear. So bless her, yeah, she's... So you've got it all on, haven't you? Yeah, my family can be quite awkward like that. <laughs> they don't do things by halves. <laughs> Still, if you now want to smuggle some stuff through customs, if, if, if Rosie's filled with pins, ooh, what <laughs> yeah. could we get by them? I don't think we should be promoting that on no, sorry, the sorry. Peapod, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the euphoria from uh, my last night's wine tasting. Oh, yes, so tell us about that. So I was doing a, a tasting of uh, Argentinian wines at Gallery 30. We were stacked to the gunnels, sold out. Uh, had a great evening. Some, oh. some really, really beautiful wines. And it's, it's just a lovely place to do stuff. What happens when you do a wine tasting there, then? We taste wine. So we but had do you, six do different you just wines. tell people what it's about? Or? I tell people a little bit about the, the country... Uh, the wines that we've got, the styles, how they're made, any p- particular little stories about them. Um, I will talk, if people are new to it, I will talk about how one tastes wine to get the most out of it. I talk about the idea of winefulness. It's like mindfulness, except you, you <laughs> get to have a glass of wine there. in your hand. Very popular, very popular. <laughs> oh, I think I can actually sign up for a bit of winefulness myself. I can't <laughs> deny it. And how much of your wine tasting last night will make it into your Shine Radio programme, Drinking with Phil and Max? Oh, uh, no, it won't, it won't. Uh, do, you know, do you not ever sort of cross over with this sort of research? Well, I, I, I try and keep these things in separate camps. Otherwise, okay. otherwise, I'm just having a show on Shine Radio promoting what I do, which just doesn't seem right, even though you've made me do it today. And you twisted my arm to make me talk about it. So tell me about drinking with <laughs> Phil and Mags then. What happens on that programme? Well, there we talk about whatever's new in the world of drinks. We have a wine of the month, a grape of the month. Uh, all the all the interesting stories from across the whole industry. We cover everything: beer, wine, gin, whiskey. In fact, I'm currently planning to get an interview with a mineral water company. Did you know that we've got a mineral water company 
on our doorstep. I did not. That sounds very intriguing. Well, you're going to have to listen to an edition of Drinking with Phil and Mags I to find indeed. out more. We would love to hear from you, so if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 or send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we hear more about the work of the Clanfield Centre and all the interesting things that you can do here. We talk to the chair of the Clanfield Parish Council and find out what they get up to. And we're going to explore the delights of Chinese New Year and find out what on earth pickleball is. I can't wait. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. So here we are at the Clownfield Centre and we're joined by Tash Glover, who is the centre manager. Hello, Tash. Hi. So tell me a little bit about this centre and what it does. Uh, We do all sorts of things here. So we range from social gatherings, so social and support groups. We have sports classes. We try to cater to every age group that we can. So we have a lot of kids clubs, um, martial arts, dance classes, bit of everything. And today we're joined by all our Nifty Fifty group. Yay, go Nifty Fifty! Whom Phil is one, I believe. I am a Nifty Fifty. Um, or a, or a <laughs> sedentary 60. <laughs> <laughs> what do the Nifty 50s do, Phil? Um, mostly we play badminton. Uh, we have in the past played short tennis and table tennis. And some people go spinning in the studio. So there's, there's lots to do and it's a, it's a very sociable group. And, and then they come out and eat a lot of cake and have a coffee. Yeah. This is such a lovely cafe here. It's always really thriving. How oh, much thank you. do you think you get during the week? Do you know what? We've become so much busier in the last few months, I think. we It's, it's wild. Our busiest day is a Wednesday and that is just rammed. You'll be hard-pressed to find a seat. So it's great. How long have you been manager here? Uh, Since we reopened in June 2021. So it was um, previously shut down because of COVID. And when we reopened under Community First, I was hired straight away. It's great. Um, What do you like most about working here? The thing I love most is just how much we are part of the community. I love seeing regulars, meeting new people in Clanfield. It's wonderful. And then I'll be walking down the road in Clanfield and people will know me from here. So it's lovely. And just to illustrate that, we're just waving bye-bye to the postmen (laughs) who have been in for their daily cup of tea. They do join us every single day for a nice tea break, bless them. so. So what other sports do you have going on here that you touched on some earlier so we have our badminton we have our court hire so we do table tennis short tennis and we've just introduced a pickleball to the mix and we also have pickleball sessions which are coached so but we will be talking to pickleball. jenny who can give us a bit of pickleball info later because i have no idea what that is i'm still not 100 percent sure myself so she will give you much more insight about that are, are the players called pickles i don't know i know that there's a kitchen maybe i'm not really sure <laughs> there's a kitchen there's a kitchen there's rules it's 
a mixture of everything. It's wild. Uh, it's intriguing. We've got to find yeah. out this more. is really it's intriguing. so popular as well. It is really, really popular. It's just completely flown off the handle. It's lovely. So, do you do any outside sports here? We don't do any outside sports because the tennis courts are not actually ours. They're run by Active Academy. However, we are hoping to take them over so that we can get really full in the summer, have it all the way open until nine o'clock at night when we shut. And do you have? enough room here or do you have plans to expand we would love to expand we really would our ultimate dream is to have a gym here because we think it will thrive so many people in the community ask us on a daily basis why we don't have a gym and if we will get a gym so fingers crossed and we're sort of in motion of discussing business plans with the council etc do you have things going on in the evening as well is it kind of a full day yeah we are open until nine o'clock at night so we've got evening uh, we've got walking football, netball, level one and two netball as well. So big netball, um, taekwondo in the evenings, just uh, general court hire. We've got some dance classes. We've also got spinning on a Thursday evening, which is really popular. So yeah, hitting everything. The only time we close a little bit earlier is on a weekend. So it's really is a kind of community hub now. Then that's happened quite quickly. Why do you think that is? I think it's we've just got ourselves out there. We've approached different organisations, local businesses. We have a really good relationship with both the schools in Clownfield, um, social prescribers, people like that, just really just reaching out to everyone we possibly can. And just to stick in another plug, because it's, it's such a a central location and it's got a car park and it's very easy. free car park free car park <laughs> i beg its pardon and it's easy to find of a thursday lunchtime you also have the fair shares larder van we do up. yeah so they're a big group now as well it's, it was a bit of a slow burner but they're big group come in for their coffees and then they uh go outside and get the whatever they're paying for however many products they get given yeah so anybody who's not aware the fair shares is a a membership scheme where you join as a member for a, a few quid i mean literally it is a, it's a very very little yeah it's three pound fifty i think um yeah I weekly three fifty for a couple five yeah. pound for a family and you then come to the the larder van and you just load up with yeah you get 50 you get 15 items that they have a lot of and then there's sort of um, donations from different supermarkets so it's all about reducing food waste as well as helping us all as with our cost of living exactly and as well as all these regular things you also have some special events always uh, something going on in the holidays and halloween and things like that what have you got in the program just coming up ahead so this summer we have our second of our annual summer festivals on the 6th of july it's 11 till 5 we're going to make it bigger and better than it was last year so lots of food vendors lots of local businesses we've got different organizations coming to do some activities bouncy castles all of that jazz but we've also added in a shuttle bus system so there'll be a shuttle bus that goes around clownfield so you don't have to drive to our event you can just get on the bus excellent excellent sounds ideal thanks so much no worries thank you shortly we'll be hearing from dave harris the chair of the clanfield parish council but did you know that it's just been the chinese new year or the lunar new year as some would have it Uh, that was on saturday the 10th of february and it's the year of the dragon to find out more joe gray went and had a chat with trin who owns May Spa on Lavent Street. This is Joe Gray, and I'm here with Trin. Your New Year is coming up. Over here in England, I think we would call it Chinese New Year. 
We usually call it as a Lunar New Year because Chinese New Year just for China,、uh, and it was celebrated by many places like in Hong Kong, Malaysia, Indonesia, lots of different places. So we don't call it as a Chinese New Year; we call it as a Lunar New Year. And is it the same day every year?、Uh, no, it different. It depends on the moon and everything. This year, it's on Saturday the tenth, isn't it? Yeah, you see, yeah, it's Saturday the tenth, Year of the Dragon. Do you know what that has in store for us, the dragon? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not too sure.、Um, Uh, it's it's a funny story, but、uh, my husband, when I first find out he's a pig, a year of the pig, he's really upset. He just asked me, "Why can't I be a dragon?" <laughs> Depending on what year you were born, you were born. You,、yes. in theory, can have the certain characteristics. Yes, yeah. It's not. It's not just depend. It's depend on the year and depend on the hours and loads of different things. Like back in Vietnam, people love to go to fortune teller. On a new year, to know what happened during that year, and I can tell you quite interesting stuff as well. How are you going to be celebrating? I usually have a big party at home and cook loads of different food.、Uh, but this year,、uh, I take my daughter to go to, up to Chinatown in London to see dragon dance and lion dance. So we talk about that all the time. Last year we were in Vietnam. Um, for the new year, but this year we decided just、uh, go to London instead. <laughs> When you went back to Vietnam, what was that like?、Uh, back in Vietnam,、uh, it's the New Year. It's it's sort of similar like Christmas in here. Instead of、uh, going out and buying presents like Christmas in here, back in Vietnam,、uh, the first day of New Year, people tend to give lucky money, put it in the red envelope, and、um, they give it to children, give it to elderly. Uh, if you are、uh, open a business, you can give to your employee.、Um, it's it's just like good luck,、uh, good health, and、uh, yeah, a start of the new year.、Um, new year,、uh, people usually wear red. This Saturday, if you are go out and about, you probably put like a red scarf or a red shoe or or whatever, whatever red color.、Um, it's just the beginning of the year, so good luck. That's me. And in Vietnam, do you have a special meal like here at Christmas Day? People tend to have a roast or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We we have loads, but depend on、uh, again back in Vietnam, depend on where you live. Everybody loves to have a bit of melon soup at home.、Um, it just say live on the a difficult thing at the year behind and just welcome the new year.、Um, to go to people house on the new year, they got a, a box of candy fruit. They repair and then they sort of offer you sweet. They have so many different types of sweet as well.、Uh, one of them we call is a lotus seed.、Uh, lotus is quite round, so it's the meaning of it.、Um, just with everything going nice and、uh, round. You know, no rough thing ahead. <laughs> Or、uh, we have the coconut, coconut、uh, sweet. We got five different color.、Uh, meaning it stand for people come from different places in in the country. But once a year, you gathering and you share meal and you share food together. Do you do anything here different in celebration of the new year? Uh, usually, back in Vietnam, they celebrate for three day,、um, but in here because of working and everything,、uh, I only do first day,、uh, which is this Saturday. 
And also tradition back home, uh, we don't sweeping our house for the fir- on the first day of New Year, um, because when you clean everything, it means you clean all the monies and everything you put in a rubbish bin. So we don't tend to do that. Um, and also we don't wash our hair on the first day of New Year. Uh, it tend to do the day before the New Year. We call it the New Year Eve. I understand it's a different technique that you use for washing hair. I call it a cook shampoo. Uh, what it is about is that it will be people keep asking me. Uh, cook shampoo back in Vietnam is really popular. Um, you can have it in the back of the garden. It's uh, a black locust, uh, ginger, and lemongrass. When you use it for a long time, because there are no chemicals in there, so it really helps with the hair get cleansed and get really healthy. In the spa, I cook it every morning to get it freshly cooked because there are no chemicals in there, so you cannot keep it for so long. So it's a combination of the natural products and the massage techniques that yes. does the job. Yes, yes, definitely. And some of the ingredients, um, we have a little farm back in Vietnam, and some of the ingredients was raw in the farm as well. So we know where our stuff comes from and make wow. sure nothing with chemicals and things like that. So you actually source some of the products yourself? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. We actually, we row them. Uh, we've got a little farm back in Vietnam. Uh, in here, we also uh, offer herbal teas as well. Um, we do mint or daisies or gingers and things. Um, but one of the ingredients we put it in there is a Vietnamese sweet grass. So it's made the tea sweet, but it's not firm a sugar or honey. It's a natural sweetness. And a Vietnamese sweet grass, is actually was farm were row in our farm back in Vietnam. That's that's wonderful. I mean, we love to share our product to bring a bit of our culture to the communities. I hope everybody would love to give it a chance to come and uh, have a try. So this little card, what's it showing us? Uh, so this little card in here, um, do you remember I talked about bitter melon? So this is a bitter melon in here uh, to get on a wrapped thing behind and to welcome the new year. Uh, watermelon, uh, once a year, we have it on a new year. Uh, very interesting when you cut the watermelon and everybody really is starting to see what inside, what's the color, the redness of the watermelon is mean the luckier. It's spring for that year. Um, and this bit in here is pork and egg. Uh, we always have pork and egg for the new year. Um, it's again, it also symbolizes the, the whole family gathering together and share this. Um, this bit here, um, I don't know if you ever heard about sticky rye, um, but this is a red sticky rye. Uh-huh, again. So red sticky rice because yeah. of the good luck. Because of good luck. Um, this one here is a Vietnamese spring roll, so everybody knows what is in there. <laughs> uh, this bit in here is actually is a really interesting one. Um, they are cake, but they are rice cake with meat inside. Oh, so that's a cake. It it's looks a like cake. a present. No, no. Uh, so it rice and also meat, um, and then wrap it together, and they cook it for twenty four hour. Um, and this flower here is a blossom. Uh, the, they have two different types of blossom. The pink blossom, it comes from the north of Vietnam, but the yellow blossom comes from the south of Vietnam. The yellow blossom 
in Vietnamese called Mai. That's where I get the name for my shop. So your name is after the yellow blossom then? Yeah. Oh. The, the yellow blossom, they flower once a year in the beginning of the new year. So it also means lucky and good luck. In the beginning of the new year, everybody going out, in the, especially on the south of Vietnam, they're going out and they buy uh, plants and things. But yellow blossom is the one they, they love, yellow color, yellow flower to welcome the new year. Um, that is one of the reasons I choose the name for the spa um, and also the name of my daughter as well. Is that it? Oh, how lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much and and happy new year. Yes, yeah, happy new year. Yeah, chúc mừng năm mới. The P stands for Petersfield. It's like the best town ever. <laughs> the P Pod. I'm now joined by Dave Harris, who is the chair of Clanfield Parish Council. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hi, I'm very well. Sunny day. <laughs> it is. It is today. It's fantastic. Now, although we've talked about the Clanfield Centre being our hosts, in a funny sort of way, Clanfield Parish Council are our hosts as well, because your office is right here, isn't it? it uh, tell is. us how that comes to be. Um, okay, well, the, the, the Parish Council actually own the centre and uh, Community First lease it off us. We do support it with, with some funding, and we also took the opportunity to rent a, an office within the building. Up until we moved into the office, we were based out of somebody's living room so um, we were looking for an office this made sense both for us and for the support centre. Excellent and this is just one of the responsibilities of the parish council isn't it you've got a range of responsibilities can you just explain to us because most of our listeners are in Petersfield and we think of the town council is a parish mm. council different to a town council do you have different responsibilities? Uh, we, we do although it's, it's the same level it's a third tier of of, of local authorities, I guess you could call it, from the county, then to the district, and then the town and the parish councils. The town councils have, have slightly more responsibility, I think, and they've certainly got more services, etc., to, to support. But the, the parish council um, has limited responsibility. Tell us a little bit about the, the major things that sit on your plate um, from week yeah, to so, week. I mean, there are various, there are some statutory things we are responsible for uh, within the parish itself. So um, we are responsible for, I guess, odd things like um, litter and collecting and general actives of the parish. We have a, we we are involved in planning, although we have no statutory authority. We are consulted in planning, so it's re- it's really here to look after the interests or of the people of the parish rather than the wider um, East Hampshire District Council. Well, our biggest set of activities revolves around the land we manage. So following the new estates, as part of the new estates we had, they have to make uh, land available for um, um, open spaces, which they call so, so green land, and also uh, facilities like the uh, centre we're in, which was built with the grant money um, from the developers. Mm-hmm. And you've got some other big patches as well, haven't you? Yeah, we've, we've got quite a lot now. I, I should have looked up the acreage, but it, it, it's quite big. So we we, we now own um, the land that the centre sits on and around it. We own a large public space, uh, open space, where the allotments are at the top of the village. Um, we also own the, the bowls club and the new football pitches. We own 
under license a bit. Um, the Peel Park, which is where the uh, senior oh, yes, football yes. team play, and is, is a nice playground for the kids. Uh, Sunderton Meadow and and South Lane Meadow, we both own, which are at the other it's, end of the village. Um, I've probably missed out a couple lot. actually, but there's a considerable amount of land now. And and of course, there's also the Crimea Barn, which oh, yeah. we talked oh, about. about I don't know about <laughs> six months ago or something. And uh, what you said then was that it was probably going to end up going up for sale. Can you tell us how that's progressed? Yeah, um, so the Crimea Barn, as it was termed at the time, um, Crimea Barn is termed at the time, we, we renamed that um, Down Farm Barn because it's in the area of the Down Farm development. Of course, yes. We were given that by the developers um, and we originally looked to try and save that and try and uh, make it into a, uh, it needed complete um, reconstruction. Unfortunately, the financial burden that would put upon us was not attainable. We, mm. we felt we couldn't do it. So we are now in the process of marketing that for, for residential housing. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody can hear in the background the, the tills going off and there's lots of hubbub all around <laughs> us. I, how well do you think that the, the centre is doing now that we've got this new arrangement with it owned by the parish and then leased back to community yeah, first. I mean, we, we've gone, been going for um, three years, I think, two, two to three years in this, in, this, um, in this format. I think with, with all centres like this, there's always a struggle to move into profit um, and we still hope we could do that. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, we're, we're supporting it with um, some grant money, as I said before. So it, 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 it keeps evolving. You know, what can they do better? What, what, what other things can they bring into the, to the centre? Are, are there any thoughts about expanding the centre at all? I've, <laughs> I've heard people talk about you know, wanting a gym. I mean, Yeah, we, we, we did a, a survey as part of, the, part of the what we're going to do with the barn decision. And we asked the parish what they wanted. And one of the, I think the, the, certainly the biggest want was a, was a gym here. Um, and we'd like to do that. <laughs> However, that's going to prove very expensive. We have got some. We have gone the path of looking at the cost and looking at what we could do to to add that in. At the moment, we we're not really well. <laughs> we will progress it once we know what if um, any capital we have from the sale of the of the barn. So that that's a good oh, example of okay. we felt we would do better selling the barn and using that money elsewhere in the parish. And that could be as a part cost of the gym and and that's really at the core of what the parish council does isn't it you have yeah. to try and balance all the demands all the all the wish lists of people but with a very it's small good. precept and yeah. whatever income you can it find it just brings down you know so so we it's really to try and um, get a feel for what the parish wants which is hard sometimes because mm. um and there can be very wide variation of views of what people want and what they don't want there was certainly a lot of don't wants in the in the barn in in the barn piece um so there was don't want houses, mm. but there was a considerable amount that do, so yeah. or, or that see that as the right thing to do. And so it's quite difficult. Talking about houses, obviously we've had quite a lot of development in Clanfield, but because mm. Clanfield sits outside the South Downs National Park, the housing allocation for Hampshire does mm. tend to fall rather more on places like this than it does on somewhere like Petersfield, which is inside the yeah. National Park. Yeah. Now, there's well, development with the land east of Horndean, but there's also some sites in the local plan closer to home yeah. around White Dirt Lane. What are your feelings about how well, that might develop? There's two sites um, that are in the, in the 2025 plan. So um, what, 
the housing is going to be uh, delivered through that plan. One is in, in Clanfield Parish, the, the other one is, is not in Clanfield Parish, it's so close to the edge that people think it's Clanfield. Mm-hmm. So, so we're looking at both of those. I don't think there's a massive um, support for it, however, you know, we have to build houses somewhere because of the demand. And as you say, you know, we're, we're right next to South Down, so we're squashed from that side. Mm. Um, at least that gives us a, a bit of green <laughs> bit of protection yeah, on that side. Yeah. So that that's a bit of a debate. There was um there was a surgery held by our um, East Hampshire district councillors here, and there was a there was quite a lot of we don't want that. Mm. But by the end, it was a little more okay. We sort of understand that. So generally, I think no more developments. We've had a lot. We've had a lot of houses in the in the area, but. Um, I think you know it, it, we need to put them somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I I can't complain because I live in one of the houses yeah, that was built yeah. in the last ten years. Yeah. But Dave, thank you so much for explaining all that to us and uh, and chatting to us today. Uh, really appreciate your time. No worries. Coming up, we're going to find out all about pickleball. This is an intriguingly named sport. But first, here's your What's On guide from Shine Radio's Chris Skinner. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Sunday the 25th of February at Petersfield Festival Hall is a unique fair bringing vintage, antique and military dealers under one roof. With a splendid variety of items on sale to suit all budgets. Entry is £2 per person and it's an all-day event. Tuesday the 27th of February, the new Savoy Cinema at Petersfield Festival Hall will be showing the film Oppenheimer. Tickets are £5 each and can be booked by visiting their website www.thefestivalhall.co.uk. Saturday the 2nd of March at 10am at Sage and Salt is a Mother's Day calligraphy class for beginners and improvers of calligraphy. Learn how to use a nib and ink with demonstrations and guidance from Chanel Castle. Tickets are £35 each and can be booked on the Sage and Salt website. Sunday the 3rd of March from 10am until 3pm is the monthly farmer's market in the town square. Enjoy the great taste of Hampshire, savour the delights of truly local food reared, grown, baked, caught and brewed in Hampshire. And you can see full details of many more events like those in our online events guide. It's at shineradio.uk. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. Now we're joined by Jenny. We were talking about pickleball earlier with Tash and Jenny teaches pickleball here, I believe. That's right, yeah. So what is it and where did the name come from? Well, it's, it originated in America about 50, over 50 years ago now, actually. And it was a family that had a tennis court in their garden and the children refused to play in it because they were fed up with tennis. So they um, turned it into a pickleball court and they then needed they then needed a ball and they need, then needed something to play with so they found like little wooden paddles and they then took the ball from the dog and the dog was called pickle and then you've got your name pickle ball it's pickle's ball <laughs> that's right that's right so it's a great game and it's sort of catching on now in england thank goodness um, and we've got quite a group here in Clanfield now and I want to build it as much as I possibly can and Pickleball England have now said that they want to um, promote it for children so really from sort of like the age of eight upwards and it's a fun game it's easy to pick up Give us some sort of idea of what on earth goes on with the Pickleball It's very much like tennis it's very much like 
table tennis it's very much like badminton all mixed into one so if you play either of those sports the chances are you'll pick up pickleball extremely well I've got four new beginners in there today and they're now just about to start a game so they've only been on the court for an hour and they're off it's a good game it's a fantastic game so you're holding what looks like a paddle like a a large table tennis bat that's right and does the ball what does the ball look like does it the ball is very plasticky it's got holes in and the holes depend on what surface you're playing on and um, if you're playing competition then obviously it's totally it's a similar sort of ball but made slightly better Um, (laughs) um, and faster it goes faster Um, and it it bounces but it doesn't have a a big bounce but it also comes through quite quickly so you have to be ready for it Mm. so it's fast it can be quite a fast game actually some of these balls knocking around they they look to me like um, the sort of practice balls you use for golf this is a plastic ball with lots of holes in it yes that's correct yeah that's it and yeah it's now, fantastic. Now, we have other questions. Oh, God. So, <laughs> the players of the game, are they called pickles? I call them picklers. Picklers? Oh, even better. Oh, yeah. I love it. Clan, okay. Clanfield picklers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tash mentioned a kitchen to us? It's a kitchen. What? So what? the kitchen yeah. is an area where the net is, and if the ball falls into, the, into that area... You can only reach to get it, or you can step in to get it, but you have to get out very quickly. You have to get out of the kitchen. Get out of the kitchen. I feel like there is some kind of... You can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. (laughs) I feel like there's some really good quiz questions in this. (laughs) It's really, it's it's fun. It's fun. There's lots of lobbing and lots of third, third ball drops, and it's... There's lot. There's a lot to learn. It's got a whole fun. language of it its has, own. It has. It has. Doesn't it? So it is has. there a, a kind of league in this? Yes. UK? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I belong to um, Pickleball England, and they organise all the leagues. And there's a lovely guy called Steve Beal, and he organises lovely sort of long weekends where you can go places and just meet up, and you mix meet so many different people that are your. Um, they call it a, um, a you know, whatever stage you're at like a 2.0 ranking a 2.0 a 2.5 3.5 and it goes up and up and up and that's basically everyone's aim and then you meet up with other people around the country that are of a similar standard oh. yeah so threes play threes and yes play yeah four. yeah against each other yeah okay. yeah um, that's seven games we play if you get good can you be a professional pickleball absolutely player? there are there's loads of that I know personally that you know go to these things and we meet up and they play in America they go all around the world yeah oh goodness yeah it's, it's, it's the rules just extraordinary that I have never heard of it before this week so uh, can you give us any idea of how big it is across the country I mean is it thousands of people hundreds of thousands of people uh, well I belong to a club in Farnham and there's at least um, 100 people that belong to that one and there's one in Gosport and there's 100 people that belong to that easily so it's all over Chichester. They're they're all over. Yeah, London. It's it's you know Epsom everywhere. It's, they're really really popular. Yeah, so it's getting there because it's a sport that anyone can really play. So if you're tempted by pickleball, come on down to the Clamfield Centre and have a go. Please do. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> Jenny, thank you so much. You're welcome. And so we come to the end of this edition of the Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, our editor, M. Sefton-Smith, and the Shine Radio team, 
but of course, most of all, to you, our listeners. So from Phil and I this week, bye. bye. The next station is Shine Radio. Hi, it's Richard Latto here, bringing you the legendary Stereo Underground every week here at Petersfield Shine Radio. It's an indie and alternative heaven right here every Thursday night. Stereo Underground with Richard Latto is now arriving at Shine Radio. Thursday nights from 10. Mind the gap, please.